Asshole Studios in Hollywood, California. Yo, what time is it? You're listening to I'm a Basshole with Doug Bass. We've all been one. He's an asshole. So let's laugh about it. Now, here's your host, Doug Bass. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's I'm a Basshole. Welcome to the show. My name's Doug Bass. I'm your host. Follow us on Instagram at Basshole Podcast or Basshole Show. The website is BassholeShow.com. Uh, we got a great show today. My guest today is one of my bestie friends, Katie Rose Enriquez. Uh, her one-woman show, Queen of Fishtown, uh, is taking over the country and the world uh, by storm. Uh, it appeared at the Hollywood Fringe Festival, uh, where it was nominated for Best Solo Performance. Uh, it also took over the uh, 2022 Edinburgh Fringe Festival, where it was recognized by the uh, Firework Awards, I believe. And I don't know what that is, but we're going to talk about that. Uh, and you can catch her at November 15th and 19th this month at uh, in New York City at the United Solo uh, festival um, and uh, Katie Rose Enriquez. Here she is, Katie Rose. Welcome to I'm a Basso. Welcome to the the new studio. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I love the new studio. Uh, thanks. Yeah, it's really uh, you know it's a multi million dollar project that we put together here. You know what I will say about this new studio? It's more open air. It is open air. It, it um, feels more. I don't know. It feels like it, there's more air movement. I don't know. Yeah. The, it, the, the last place was kind of. It was crammed. It was it crammed. Was, it, was, it was a hot room, uh, which with had a window air conditioning unit, so you couldn't really put it on during the show. And then, uh, yeah, it was tight. Like this, this we have we have a tall ceiling. We here. also did one outside. We I did, feel during like during pandemic. And yeah. that that was it was good, but it was like yeah. Yeah, it was you know. This is good. This is good. This is a good yeah. blend of everything. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah, and it's uh, it's adaptable. You can like move walls and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, nice. well, welcome, welcome here. Yeah. Um, how you been? What's been going on? Oh man, I've been so crazy. Yeah. You know, yesterday working? was a full moon total. Oh, was it? Eclipse. The, is this what the red robe uh, guy was talking about? Oh, I didn't. I didn't watch the red robe guy <laughs> yesterday. What's but his name again? I read Robe Astrology. Oh, I don't yeah, know, but yeah. he's great. Yeah, he I like good. that guy. I tune in every now and then to see what he does. Yeah, to say. he's great. No, every astrologer was like, yeah. buckle up. It's going to be a rough one. Oh, and man. I was like, oh, man, come on, guys. Now, you are really into this stuff, right? You Do, do yeah. you check it every morning and stuff? No, like not every morning, no, but right. most days, actually. <laughs> I saw I saw a, uh, a woman who had a, a van in uh, uh, Larchmont Village today that was doing tarot and sound bath and Reiki Ooh. and something else. I don't know. But like she was just parked there in the village. And it was like mm. it's all decked out. And I, was I like, wonder oh. if she can get in trouble for that. I don't know. She she had an Instagram page. I looked at it. it looked kind of legit. That's I cool. Yeah, I was like, all right. I like I, I have my friend uh, Annie Cavallero gave me a tarot deck like maybe I don't know five years ago yeah. as a gift, mm -hmm. and I love it. Yeah, I still have to use the book. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. I I really like doing the. Um, I have a friend that does readings. it, and she uh, she lives over in like Marina Del Rey, and like yeah, she's pretty good at it. I did a reading for my whole year for 2022. So you like pull a card for each month mm. and then you pull a card for like the theme of the whole year. Yeah. Oh, it, it was, I can, I, I do such great readings for everyone else when it's, when I try to do one for does myself. It ever, does it ever like freak you out? Like Yeah. You, you well, when I do myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. then it's always like I get the bad, ugly cards, yeah. even though I tell anyone I'm doing a reading for, like there's no such thing. But I, I ended up picking, so for the whole year, I picked death. Oh, no. Yeah, That's so horrible. this whole year has been a year of death. But it, it in the same way that I tell, like, the, anyone the I'm doing it for. Over, so. But death isn't necessarily, it just means the end of something. The end of something. Things need the, to end for new, something new beginnings. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I... I was like, oh, crap. Right. Um, but now, I mean, I've made it to November. It's been a fantastic, yeah. crazy, fun year, stop, you know? Stop begging dogs. Oh, yeah. Um, this little rigatoni he asking for. I don't know. He's, he's yeah, a, he's, he's a cutie, but he's a little needy sometimes. He's but like, he's, sauce me. He's, he's missing his parents. That's what he is. It's like separation anxiety, but he's sweetie. 
Um, all right. Well, let's talk about you've you've been busy. You 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 haven't really yeah. been uh, here that much. You've I been know. traveling I'm sorry, the world. Friend. I've it's, kind of no, neglected it's, our it's, friendship. It's all good. You've been you've been in <laughs> Europe for like two months or whatever. Yeah. Um. So your show, Queen of Fishtown. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a one woman show that you uh, that you write, you've written, and you uh, star in it. And it was directed by our good friend Corey Podell. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started uh, here in LA at mm-hmm. the uh, Hollywood Fringe. Well, you yes. did it once. Didn't you do it like a couple times before that? One time right? before. I so okay. I'll tell you. I'll try to tell the abbreviated version. Yeah, because I saw it like when it was in its like early stages of development. Yes. So yeah, I have this show, Queen of Fishtown, set in Philadelphia on a stoop in Philly, um, and uh, it's uh, it's about. Um, basically like uh, facing inevitable change and it's a comedy but has a lot of dramatic moments and uh, I originally wrote it as a television pilot Mm -hmm. so like I finished writing it and I was like I think this is one of the best things I've ever written I was super proud of it I registered it at the WGA and then like a month later I saw the first billboard for Mayor of Easttown which is set in Philly. Okay. Uh, Delco, Delaware County. Yeah. Yeah, And I was like, what the hell is this? Like that always happens, you know? So I, uh, I was like, okay, I watched the show though. And everybody loved the show. Now my, I was, at first I was concerned Mm -hmm. because I was like, oh my God, they're doing I just wrote this television right. pilot set in Philly. It's yeah, so sp- you're like, this is already... T- yeah. And there Fishtown were really names, specific though, things. Like I had like my the daughter in my pilot has like uh, the stars on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And that was like something in Mayor of Easttown, except the stars in my show was the Philly special. It was like the Nick Foles like right. uh, uh, play from the Super Bowl that's mm-hmm. projected on her ceiling. Um, but in Mayor of Easttown, like her grandkid has like a... St- and I was like, this is way specific. Like... Yeah. Um, but everyone that watched the show was like, this only helps you, Kate, because everybody loved it. Everybody right. loved it. It was well make- received. And if people it's love Kate, something, they Kate like. Kate Winslet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love her. Right. But did, she does a pretty good job with the Philly accent, which, you know, a lot of people don't attempt it. It's but really isn't that good. a drama? The, uh, the, it's a drama. Yeah. yeah I, so, didn't, I haven't seen it, but I've, I've read stuff about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so anyway, I, I told you I was going to tell you the abbreviated version and immediately no, went all the way back to the beginning of time. That's what happens. It's good. Um, yeah. That way people get a background. <laughs> where the show you know yeah yes birthed. so so yeah so i had this thing i did a little reading like on zoom with some friends and got some feedback i did a, a i wrote it i i did a rewrite sent it out for coverage you know mm-hmm. where you can like pay for people to read and they give you feedback oh that's good that's and i helpful. sent it to some competitions and yeah. stuff and i kept getting the same kind of feedback which was we love the setting. It's so interesting. We love the dialogue. We love this, 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 this. Um, you need to um, beef up that husband character more. Mm. I'm like, mm, do I? No. I mean, because in my mind, right. he's the Leah Remini. Yeah. And, and my character is. You're the, it, you're the main character. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I'm the Kevin, it, it, she, you know. Anyway, right. um, and then they said. We love everything except we just don't think this show will get made because your main character is too angry. She's unlikable. And I was like, well, what does that have to do with it being entertaining? Because, like, is Larry David likable? No. But we're always rooting for him. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's fun to watch. And it's fun to see him get worked up, you know. Um, But I was like, oh, the main difference is it's a woman, you know. Right, right. Yeah. So um, I got that feedback a couple of times to the point where I got. Who are these people giving the feedback, by the way? They're just readers. They're just readers? You know, just readers that, that, you know, different places that I sent it to for cover, the blacklist. Like, oh, the agencies or No, I didn't really send it to yeah. too many agents. I just, right. I just kind just of put their, it up on the board. It's just boards. their opinion, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to see, like, on you know, on the, on the blacklist and a right. couple of competitions and stuff. Um. But yeah, so then I called Corey because I was like, I think I have to show them. I have to show them what I what I mean right. because they're saying this character is unlikable. I'm like, well, who are you picturing playing it? Are you right. picturing Kristen Bell? Right. Is she still unlikable? Right. Now, now, did, now, all these notes that you got, did you take any of these notes and like uh, adjust your your? your One of the notes said there were too many exclamation points. Mm. And that's like a, just a note for my general life. Like even in text messages, I did take just, that note. Just, I went yeah. through and I was like, let me just 
Well, I've, I've found, yeah, I found like, yeah, when I've written points. stuff, like, yeah, you overdo that, and then, like, you go back. Like, when you start, like, editing, you're like, oh, what can I take out? And then you're like, okay, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe I don't need four of those. Yeah, you know? right, right, right. So <laughs> that was, yeah, that was one of the, yeah. No, I, I definitely took some of the notes. Um, but it was what prompted me to um, to call Corey was I was like, I think I need to, I think I just have to show them. Yeah. And so then I called Corey Podell and um, our genius friend who, mm-hmm. you know, she co-devised Gutter Plum for Courtney Peroso, right. our other dear friend yes. that we all used to perform together. And Gutter Plum is such an, an amazing show. And um, it's a one-woman show as well. And so I called Corey and I said, I want to make a one-woman show. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I have this pilot. She's like, send it to me. I'm like, yeah. all right. I sent it to her. She's like, I love it. You never get to see a woman work through their, her anger issues. Right, yeah. And I was like, great. She gets it. So we met. We set a time. I set a time and I was like, I'm going to do something in one month. I'll invite Doug. I'll invite some yeah. people. And I wrote it pretty quickly and then put it up and then um, got some feedback from everyone. And then I was like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a little preview do it during near my birthday, and then yeah. everyone feels guilty, and they have to they come. They have to come, yeah. And that's the best time to put on a show. It's always yep. the best time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in the new year, I'll do a little run, and I'll try to get like people to come see it and be like, "See, it works as a television. This yeah. is what the characters sound like. This is what they." And uh, and then Omicron happened. Mm. So oh, I'm trying to remember which one that yeah, is. Yeah, that was like yeah. that so was the it was second like, wave. We were right. back. Everyone yeah. was vaccinated. We were back and vaxxed. And it was, it was. And it, then it was like, and watch then, out. Yeah. And then Omicron happened and Broadway closed down. I mean, oh, everything yeah. closed down yeah. again. Yeah. And I remember that. So yeah. that was January 2022. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, what do I do? So then I Googled, like, how do you take a show to the Edinburgh Fringe? Mm-hmm. And that day I applied for the Hollywood Fringe, United Solo Fest in New York City, and for the Edinburgh Fringe. And I ended up getting into like all of them, which yeah. I wasn't expecting. It was like now, this now weird. You, now you submitted the script, right? I actually submitted or the tape. Uh, I submitted the script, and I also submitted like the recording of the little preview. Of I the, did. Of the, that was like the workshop one, right? The first. Yeah, one I you just did? Said, yeah. yeah, I just sent yeah. that, and um, I don't know. It was so different than what I'm used to in Hollywood, which is just like doors no. slammed no, no, and no, no, no. doors locked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then when you get, you get approved by every, all three that you submitted it to. Like, it's oh, like, Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So I think I was supposed to reenter the theater. Like I, right. it's a sign. It was, I think. And it was such a joyful experience. Like putting it on stage, working with Corey, like mm-hmm. I would cry, like, like from t- like tears of joy, like more than a few times. Like yeah. I'd be like, well, you're back, you're, it. you know, you're back doing something creative that you love. And this yeah. is a character, uh, that you've really like honed and, uh, you know, a story that's like you know, uh, yeah. close to, you you know, so it's like, <laughs> it's like all the hard work paying off. And then these people, these, these, these festivals are saying, yes, please come, you know, like, yeah, well, I don't know if they're saying please come, but well, they I said mean, you're in, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> And then you got to figure out the rest, which is, you know, that has been a beast. But it's been a really exciting year of, like, putting the show up and the show. And once I knew I was doing the Hollywood Fringe and the Annabelle Fringe, I was like, Mm. well, I can't do it, these places, and not do it in Philadelphia. It's set in Philadelphia. you kind of have to, yeah. So then I booked um, some time in Philly to do the show before I went to Europe. And then I ended up getting... Uh, an offer to do two previews in London right. before Scotland. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, all of a sudden I'm like going on this tour, which it's amazing. I've never done anything no, like that. That's that's incredible. I yeah. never would have imagined doing that. I don't think it was like it just kind of started to fall together almost. I guess I just started like going, well, I'll try this yeah. and I'll try that. See what happens. Yeah. I don't know. Now, when you did this in Philly, was there was there a drastic difference in like the crowd? Like, did were they like eating this shit up? Oh, uh, they, like, they yeah. know the town, the, they know the area. The Philly yeah. crowds. I, it's so interesting. Everywhere I did it in the world. Yeah. I would say, I would say ninety five percent of the time there was at least some one person in the audience who was from Philadelphia and they would wait after the show to be like, Oh yeah, I saw your poster. (laughs) And I was like, I got to go to that. Um, but when I did it in Philadelphia, that was awesome. We were oversold the whole week. It was like, they were crazy. Like at the lights down when you're doing, how many shows did you do there? Two. 
No, I did like six. Six. Okay. Do you think, do you see that like now, now that you've done it in Philly, mm -hmm. like, do you see like, is there like a home for like a show like that there? Like if you did like, you know, a residency there for like two, three months or something I would like that? totally be open to that. Yeah. I want to like, you know, so when I, I'm doing it in New York next week and right. I'm hoping to kind of see what's next for it. Like, yeah. because I did originally write it as this television pilot. Well, we're waiting for that next. Yeah. The TV show or the movie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, do I pursue that? Yes. Do I continue to try to, do I try to, you know, get a theater in Philly to, to host? I, I don't really right. know. I'm open. I right. just know that like I had this thing and the more I kind of just put it out there, the more it seems like. It's like, yeah, come do it. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I, I have to say, it's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. 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 You know. It takes over your, your Producing world. is yeah. so much yeah. work. It just, in and of itself, I mean, social media. Like, oh, my God. It's and it's ridiculous. like, it's just. Just me and my lovely husband. It's a, a lot. It's a, it's a lot, but you know, you put you put what you can into it, and then you know, you get the rewards. It's like it's well, like, the reward is getting to do the show. The reward's getting to do the show, and then like anything else that happens on top of that is like gravy, you know. Oh, so yeah. it's like it's like, but you're on the right track, I think, because it's like, yeah, it's like this should be a TV show, but you know, you should film a pilot of it or whatever. Wow, you know? I it's hope like, so. It's like you get the funding and you do the, you know. You shoot in Philly or whatever, you know, and it's like, all right, all right, calm down, dogs. All Jesus. right, all right, Rigatoni. I know. I know. Um, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, the, the, it's unlimited what you can do with it, really. I mean, if you, you just, you know, sink your hard work into it and I, go for it. You yes, know? I feel I've had a lot of friends say to me, like, I'm so proud of you for just going for it and like not, uh, you know, not waiting around for for anyone else. No, and, you can't and all wait this, around. And I'm like, I didn't know that's what I was doing. Right. You're just doing it. You were just doing just what, like, a project I, that you, you had, you know, really passion for and yeah. just kind of want to, cause, cause you, you know, you don't know really what will come out of anything, you know, like even like doing this podcast, I'm just like, I, I don't know. Like this is yeah. what I'm supposed to do right now, you know? And right. it's like, I don't know, you know, maybe it, maybe people will listen, maybe they won't. And it's like, you know, you just, you do what you want to do. And you as know. long as it feels good to do it, exactly. like yeah. then yeah. if it doesn't feel there are moments where you have to prostrate yourself in order to try and sell tickets. Or right. Well, yeah, selling kind of the thing, tickets right. are, is definitely difficult because it's like, especially when you're out of town, because it's like th that's something like I'm dabbling with now, like trying to do this show or whatever. Like, it's like, I don't know anyone here, but like, I, you know, they said I could do it or, you know, like, yeah. I don't know, I'd like to do it here, you know. But it's like, yeah, maybe you can get people to come, you know. And then, um, you know, you don't know. But um, you, you do what you can. You you, you advertise it, you you, you know social media it up and, I, and hopefully I mean, people I'm, come yeah that's what i'm trying to do right now um yeah so for you're, new york you're gonna be in like, new york what ne the next week so right? tuesday november 15th right november 15th 8:30. there are still tickets available but the saturday november 19th is completely sold out that's great so that's great i know saturday night that's great saturday night is sold november out november 15th what day is that but tuesday november 15th that's tuesday yeah there's still tickets all right so Get every, your tickets. everyone that's listening grab tickets if you're in the yeah, new york you area you gotta come to my show if you're in the new york area november 15th uh at the united solo is it a fe it's a festival it's a united yeah it's a solo theater festival it's at it's at the uh, uh theater row complex right. on oh, okay. 42nd street so yeah. this is oh, like yeah, my big area. uh yeah. my 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 new york theater this debut and yeah. you know and 42nd Street. I'm stoked. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, big time. It is. I mean, grab tickets now because I, I think it will sell out. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I hope you're right. Yeah. I mean, it's so much more fun to do a show of for course. a full house. Yeah. I mean, I've done yeah. it for a lot less. Of course, we all have. But, um, <laughs> but it, you know, and those shows, I think, are also really important. They are because, do. like, you, you kind of see, like, you know, you can either play around a little bit more or, you know, see kind of reactions from seven people out of there yeah. or, or you get, you, the, the performance becomes yeah. more intimate it does and yeah. it's yeah, yeah. and I, there's a lot of uh audience interaction in my yeah, show that's right so uh, i'm not like getting anyone up and like embarrassing anyone no, or no, anything no. like you that it's be, just i just talk part to the, of the audience show, but you'll be, yeah yeah you feel like you're involved yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but the whole thing is set in this neighborhood uh, Fishtown. Fish, so yeah. Fishtown, my so my family's from the, the neighborhood, the areas. Mm. My dad grew up in Harrogate or Port Richmond, right. and my mom in Frankfurt. Um, and uh, Fishtown's like right there. And it was kind of always historically this kind of 
Uh, an undesirable neighborhood. I, I don't guess. think I've been there. I mean, I've only been to Philly a handful of times, but uh, I it don't, wouldn't I don't be know. on yeah. your. It wouldn't. You know, twenty years ago would not have been a place you were trying to visit. Yeah. Philly, I don't um, know at all, which is like you know. I mean, and I know you're right some, there, man. You grew up uh, right there, yeah, but New York City was like I mean, ten I mean, minutes away uh, yeah, from exactly. you. I mean, that's so. my city growing up. But yeah, yeah. like the, the 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 memory I have of Philly is that our 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 family car got broken into when we went there. That sounds right. <laughs> After that, we, went, we went to the Jersey Shore for like a week, and then we went to Philly. For like the day, we were gonna to see like the, go the see, Liberty Bell yeah, go and, see that Liberty Bell, Bell and everything. Yeah, and then we went back to the car and like it was broken into and like our suitcases were taken. <sighs> I was probably like you know ten or something, and I was yeah. like, I was like, I think that was my first time to Philly. <laughs> I was like, what is this place? Oh like, my gosh! Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> um, but that will not happen to you if you go to Fishtown. Um. Well, no. Well, this is the thing. So Fishtown, like, has been completely gentrified. And that's and that's that's a big, uh, you know, plot point. It's in, a in big the show, yeah. part of the show. Yes, yeah. because my character, Kathleen Burke, the main character, she's an OG. Like yeah. her family has lived in that neighborhood for generations. Mm-hmm. Like as if my family was, right. you know. Um, and now all of these like. You know, rich people have moved in, and and uh, all these breweries yeah. and and, uh, and that, axe throwing businesses, right? And that's and, the and that's the fun of, Yeah, that's the fun of the show is that Kathleen is like, you know, kind of just you know admiring and watching this like a fly on the wall, like all this stuff like be built around her, yeah. taking it in and mm-hmm. kind of like complaining about it, but then appreciating parts yes. of it and being like, what are you, you know, like the Lululemon, like, oh you know, yeah, she, it's she, funny. Yeah. She totally like, she'll raz her new neighbors about yeah. it, but she's also like, yeah, this is I want to get in on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, not, she says like, <laughs> I ain't mad at you for moving in. Right, like, right, uh, right. you know, it's way nicer now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but, but she also, uh, so the neighborhood itself, uh, of Fishtown serves as a mirror to her own life. Right. So like it starts on the stoop in Philly on her stoop and mm-hmm. she's talking to her neighbors and then she goes into the house. And once you go into the house, you see everything about her life is changing. You right. know, the kids are growing up. She's getting older, you know. It's a lot, and, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. there's health stuff. There's all it's a yeah. little bit of everything. For and like, it's yeah. how do you how do you maintain your authenticity? How do you, you know, stay true to who you are? Right. Even though it, it's inevitable, change is inevitable. Yeah. And you know, she's. I think the neighborhood of Fishtown it has a pendulum swing even there. Like, mm-hmm. how do we how do we become? We're we're getting so fancy and expensive now that what made Fishtown so right. cool for so, so and that's it's a lot like, like with the, a lot of these different areas like a town like that or like you know parts of you know LA or oh, like other yeah. cities it's like it's like oh who'd have thought that this city would be like people wanting to move here mm-hmm. and like you know like uh, you know it's like I hear like other cities like Boise and stuff like that are like yeah. oh my god people are like you know going Moving there in. in droves like the yeah. Boise Idaho and it's like what you know yeah yeah it's, it's, it's interesting it, it is interesting I think that that that's what's universal about the story. Mm-hmm. I think like that Times this change. is this yeah. is happening everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and so that's part of it. And um, yeah, it was fun to do the show in Philly because mm-hmm. they got so many of the references. But I was concerned, like, what's it gonna be like? Because when I did it in Hollywood, it would be like, oh, people would be like, oh, I learned a bit about Philly, about Philly or yeah. whatever. Maybe they had some knowledge. But then going to do it in London, yeah, and then I was going in it in, yeah. in Scotland, it was um, it was awesome. Yeah, I really didn't know what they were what the takeaway would be if they would go. I can't understand a word she's saying, right? Because I, I'm I'm doing the Philly dialect yeah. throughout the whole show. A heavy dialect, yeah. It's a very specific dialect, and um and and then I thought, and what if they don't get these? Re- I mean, I do my best to context clues and make sure right. to bring them along. Um, and the first night I did it in London, they gave a standing ovation. That's awesome. And the first night I did it in Scotland, same thing, which I was, and these were perfect strangers yeah. to me. And so to me, I was like, oh, they get it. Okay. So like it, it's playing here too. Yeah, and, exactly. And, because yeah. there's, because there's towns there that are probably very similar or doing the same kind of thing. And they, yeah. they just kind of like substitute whatever section that they're thinking of. Yeah. The fish town or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I did the show in Islington, which I think is kind of the fish town of London. It Got was it. like not yeah. a place 
for a yeah. long time, and now it's a and super, it's super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the fish town yeah. was named the the hottest neighborhood in America by Forbes magazine in like 2018. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like million dollar row homes, which is like right. an oxymoron to say. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. You know, I like, mean, you know, it's like it's like whatever's hot is hot at the moment. You, know? yeah. you never know. Yeah. You never know where the next big neighborhood's gonna pop up. And the, the show isn't necessarily just about gentrification. I no. know we're talking about that. It's like actually more about this woman yeah. and her family. It's her, it's her family, her journey, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, her ups and downs, yeah, yeah. Uh, appreciating you know, kind of what she has. And uh, and she's know. it's fun to watch her, you know, get oh, yeah. get worked up yeah. about stuff. I, I mean, because she is a character. She is like, I, I feel like everyone knows someone that's similar to her in a different way. You know, it's like, whether it's like your your crazy aunt or like you know oh, yeah. the, the neighbor across the street, you know it's like everyone everyone knows someone that's similar to Kathleen. I think absolutely. I've had yeah. so everybody comes up after the show. Oh, this reminded me yeah. of my aunt. This exactly. oh, this is everybody in my family. I mean, <laughs> I had a guy from Texas who came to the show in Scotland. Yeah. And then, you That's know. That's interesting because there's so many tourists that go to yes. the, French, the Edinburgh French Festival. So you must have like such a mix of people at these these uh, audiences. I would oh, guess. it's such a mix. Yeah. It's like definitely the world stage. Yeah. I mean, it's the third largest ticketed event in the world. Really? So it's the Olympics, mm -hmm. the World Cup, and then the Edinburgh Fringe. Wow. Isn't that crazy? The world but Cup. there were like three. Super Bowl is not even up there, huh? Because that's one, one game, I right? Maybe, yeah. 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 But it was like 3,700 shows. Yeah, that's a lot. In the that's, a lot that's a lot And to that's what from. you're competing against. So there's that. There's like, know. there's a lot of theaters there that I'm guessing, right? I mean, I've never, it's a lot I've of venues, yet, but, but there's also shows from like 10 a.m. to like 1 a.m. Okay. So it's all day. It's all day yeah. at every venue, and there's like 300 venues. And you got to get these people to, to buy tickets to your show. And you're out right? there, and you're, you're out there parking. You have your, and yeah, you have your, and, yeah, your yeah. flyers. And yeah, yeah. I always, so I always wore like my Phillies, like sports attire. I thought, oh, every once in a while I'd wear it. No, every single day, because it was the one thing that like, if people saw it if, and they, if knew, they were out of town and they were a fan of the Philly, I would yeah. be like walking down a cobblestone street right. and hear like go birds. And I'd be like, <gasps> turn around. I'd run. I'd be like, you just got to come to my show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like trying to give them a, yeah, flyer. it's a hustle. It's a hustle. I love it. Yeah. Love it it yeah. would. Yeah. That part was fun. I started yeah. doing like, Oh God, the social media of it all. Oh, it's a lot, right? The social media it's of it all. You almost but need we, like some, you need to hire someone like part time to just do it. People have people to do this stuff for them. I know. I'm like, I not me. No, I'm even like even with this friggin' show, it's like I'm like, all right, I gotta get the clips up of like you know, like I gotta edit the clips oh, and yeah. throw them up, and then like you know, oh my god, it's. Like I have all these like we do these like stage door reviews like after the show if people. We're coming out, we'd say, Oh, would you what say a couple? I wouldn't actually, my yeah, husband, the, the Alex would do it, but yeah, yeah. yeah, like a testimony, like, What'd you think of the show? Because it'd be weird if I was asking them, they'd right. feel like they'd have to say something good. Like, I never was around when this happened, but yeah. I have the videos and I still have like, I probably have lot. like 20 videos still to put up, and like, I constantly someone's gonna be like, Where's up. my testimony? I, I didn't see, my yeah. friend, my friend Sally said, She didn't, well, you didn't put mine up no. yet. And no, I was I like, get Oh, people, sorry, yeah. Sally, I don't. I don't I even know. I try to record a lot up. of these podcasts, and like I have some that I haven't released yet. And they're like, "Whatever happened to the, you know?" And I'm like, "It'll, it'll be released." I'm like, it's "Just it'll come out." It's timing. I'm like, I try to record these when I can, and then it's like, you know, yeah, get them in the can. This one will be released immediately, though, because uh, we remember you have to get your tickets November fifteenth yes. and nineteenth at the United Solo Festival in New York City for Queen of Fishtown. Um, we're just plugging it. Yes, I love it. Plug it. I mean, what, what could I say? Um, do you have, do you it's have a merch? It's a love letter to yeah. to the historically overlooked and unappreciated city of brotherly love mm -hmm. and working class women everywhere. Exactly. Philadelphia, it's, a place it. where they, uh, you know, uh, uh, self-care is a punchline right. and, and humor is a defense mechanism. And that's that's that that's the basis of the show. Yeah. I love it. And you know, every time I see it, it, it there's something different that's added to it or, you know, a, a way you play a certain scene is a little different sometimes. So it's like, it's always evolving. You well, know? that's always different depending on how the audience yeah, is kind yeah. of, cause you can feel exactly. like what they're, yeah. Um, do you have uh, so do you have merch for like I uh, do I, I have a koozie, I believe. Yeah. Here, I, uh, gave, I gave, I gave you a koozie. Yes, so I have yeah. these beer koozies. It's a line from the show where I, uh, it says, um, oh, who am I kidding? I'm definitely going to crack one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she cracks a beer. And then I have uh, I have some uh, grocery totes. Mm -hmm. 
It didn't turn out as well as I no. wanted. I feel kind of disappointed. I actually feel bad for anyone that if you bought a Are tote for yeah, me, yeah. hit me up. I'll send you. Oh, I'll send you another <laughs> one or give you your money back or something. You should complain to the the company that made them for you. Vista print. Oh, I've used Vista print. I've I used, love Vista. I love you know, everything used, about Vista print. I've made business cards with them for this show. I, I've done flyers, posters, yeah. everything. But I got these totes made, and they just yeah. yeah. You know what's weird? It's like I've gotten business cards, and they came back, and they were kind of like shitty, or like the like they didn't look what they were like. You know, they're off or whatever. They'll redo them for free, oh. but. I don't know. By about, the way, I don't this, know about the this podcast is not sponsored by Vista no, Print. No, no, we're anything. actually complaining <laughs> about them. But. <laughs> no, but the so I had these totes, and uh, it says Ac. So the Acme, if you know the area, the Acme is like one of the big grocery stores there. But mm-hmm. everyone says Acme, even Ac- though Acme? it's spelled Acme. 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 That's like Looney Tunes. Like yeah, a- but I, Acme, yeah. like warehouse. Like yeah. yes, exactly. And like I grew up with this grocery store, and I always said Acme. 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 I'm gonna mm. go to the Acme. 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 And I had to like train myself to say Acme. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, so many things yeah. that theater school well, beat out it, yeah. of my. I mean, it was a regional me. thing. You grow up saying certain things yeah. different ways. You know, it's like you get we used color to color with yeah. crowns. Yeah, yeah. We wash exactly. our hands with water. <laughs> we now, dry them with a towel. Now, do you think uh, the character uh, Kathleen Burke is she an asshole? Just, just so we can we can kind of like just you know throw <sighs> the show into her a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think that she's an she can be. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She definitely comes off as one, I yeah. think, in the beginning a little she bit. She is. She's an asshole. But you grow you know, you, you grow to love her. But she's her. a lovable she, asshole. She is. Yeah. She's like a yeah. smart a smart ass, you know, mm. person. Like it's like that person where you're like, ah, they're such an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. But, but she also learns throughout the show, like to, she 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 owns her shit. She does. At a certain yeah. point, she yeah. does. She, she She's not confident. always, but sometimes, you know, she can right. recognize, she'll hear herself and be like, wait a second. And she'll even, so I would say about her, she is an asshole, but she's also trying to be her best self. She is. Yeah. I, I think that's why you ultimately you'll root for her because she is trying to. She's trying. She's trying. She's doing the best she can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's and like, and it's it's always it's always like you know you 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 play all these other characters that are that are on stage um, that are in her life, and it's it's so magical seeing you just kind of like you know transform into these people, um, you know, right in front of your eyes, and then you go back to Kathleen, and it's like it's like oh this is awesome, you know, oh, it's, it's amazing. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's really it's a great show. It's it's super fun, funny. Uh, Dramatic moments, uh, you know, heartfelt moments. It's really got a little bit of everything for everyone. And uh, and you'll learn a little bit about Philadelphia, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And maybe a little bit about yourself. About yourself, yeah. If anything, I think, you know, you know, you know what? Uh, after watching this a couple of times, I was like, oh, you know what? I enjoy sitting on a stoop. Yeah. I was like, I was like, that's something that, like, I haven't thought about in a while. And after watching your show, I was like... Yeah, it is good to sit on a stoop and, um, you know, yeah, ha- crack a beer open or have a whatever, whatever you have, and just sit there, you know. Yeah, and, talk um, to the people in the neighborhood. And I remember, and- I remember, I did that. I sat on my stoop when I moved out of like my old place. Like I had a stoop, like the front porch, and I was like, I'm gonna sit on this stoop for a little while and just kind of, you know, I had just moved everything out. And I was like tired, but I was like, it was late, and I was like, but there's a stoop, and I'm gonna sit on it for like. 20 minutes and just take in the night air. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. This is great. This is it great. Is. It's a great moment. It's a great moment for yourself. You kind of just can be who you are and live in the moment. You know? I guess it is like a center, a place you can center yourself. It is. Who yeah. knew? Who knew? Philly had this, uh, this stoop on lock and it's like right. a, it's like a little meditation den of your own. You and know? it's like a little dojo yeah. out and, front. And the stoops <laughs> like, like I have a stoop outside of my apartment building that I can sit on, but I don't think it's the same. Cause that's like, you know, like like a stoop that has like a lot of like passerbys or like people watching opportunities, yeah. like like in Philly or like a New York or something. You know, somewhere mm-hmm. it's a little more you know pedestrian heavy. It's like those are the stoops that are like prime real estate, I think, because yeah. you can sit there and like when you're an older, like you're gonna love that stoop and yeah. you're gonna sit there and really people watch and just that's gonna be like a form of entertainment. What's kind of cra- <laughs> crazy about the stoops in Philadelphia is like even the old the stoops the, of Philadelphia, the, the Springsteen stoop, song, and the stoops of Philadelphia. <laughs> um, they the, a lot of the stoops were made of marble. Mm. So really? like you'll have this old rickety row home mm-hmm. that's been there a hundred years, um, 
that, you know, who knows what, you know, if anything's been updated, but these steps and my, my mom and her siblings, they, when they would go visit their grandparents, like they'd have to clean the the marble. Yeah. Wow, yeah. They had you, these marble. Take care of your stoop. Like, yeah. like, like these. Yeah. It's just yeah. so interesting. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that a lot no. of the stoops were made of marble back in the day. That's a lot. That sounds crazy to la- me. Yeah. It's going to last a long time though. If it's well maintained. probably. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't skimp on your stoop if you have if you're putting in a stoop put, marble put i marble. don't know about that know. but something something uh, that's yeah. like you know long lasting yeah say. yeah for sure invest in it all right well um this has been good this has been fun yeah. um you know I, I just wanted to catch up with you and you know you hadn't been on the show since we did the outdoor one yeah, which is kind of it's like, been a minute. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to see the new studio. I did. I thought of an, an asshole story. You, you have Should one? Should I tell it? Oh, you it? have one? Yeah, yeah if you I ha- thought of one. I didn't know if you had one, but I didn't want to put pressure I thought, on you. I thought of one from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Doug and I were in a sketch group a long time ago. Yeah. And um, we were supposed to perform at I.O. West. Oh, iOS Re- Hollywood. Rest in peace, iOS. Yeah, right. That didn't. Want to, uh, that iOS. shut down during pandemic, right? Or before I think that? Before that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but um, we were we were we were supposed to perform at a certain time, and they kept giving us the runaround. They kept changing our mm. time because we weren't a house no. group. We were like, yeah, just trying to get. We in were there. visitors. Yeah, we were yeah. Visitors. But the other group that was like, we had already sold a bunch of tickets, and, right. and whenever we performed there, we would fill it out and yeah, we bring a great crowd and. And what? Anyway, they kept changing the time or something. I don't remember what mm. happened, but I remember we got an email, and I replied all. Do you remember this? I By think accident, so. I oh, thought. Yeah, wait, I think so I, I think our like I think Michael Aspinall or someone like said like IO sent us this, and they and he forwarded the message to the whole group. Right, I remember this. Saying we yeah. have to like change the time of your yeah. performance. Yeah, and. <laughs> I replied all thinking it was just going to everyone, you yeah. know, our sketch crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wrote, I.O. can suck a fart out of my ass. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, I do remember this. <laughs> and I pressed send and realized that the guy from I.O. was on the email. Yeah. So then I replied all. The director or whatever. Oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> and then I replied all again. <laughs> and I was like. I'm so sorry. Um, please accept my formal apology for my my mouth. Um, I don't wish that I uh, would do that. I just I was upset because you guys yeah. have changed the time a few times. But I understand if you don't want our gr- if you don't want me to perform. I, please don't hold it against the rest of my group. Like right. I'll sit the performance. The guy never even responded, never responded. to any, any of it. Yeah, I never remembered how that ended. But yeah, yeah. But oh, th- okay, so I kind of forgot about this story. Yeah. And uh, Michael Asmohal's engaged. Yeah, is he? Did you know this? I don't know if I knew to that. To Dylan, and Dylan oh. reminds me. He's like, the first time I met you, I came into IO because I was going to see you guys perform, uh-huh. and he's he said he came up to me and he said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Are you Katie Rose?" And I was sitting at the bar, and I turned and I was like, "Why? Who's asking?" <laughs> and he reminded me this story, and he's like, "And then you told me this whole story about how you thought I was going to throw you out of the theater," and he was just now going now, to be yeah, Michael's yeah. husband, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. he was he remembered dating that. him. He remembered, story, he remembered yeah. this whole story. <laughs> anyway, well, um, there was, there, I mean, <laughs> it's just funny that like you know, the guy never responded to the email either, either like he felt like awkward and didn't know how to respond yeah. or he like made a mental note of like, Oh, this, uh, what was a big boss or whatever, whatever. They yeah, it's like, yeah. like, Oh, fuck these guys. And these yeah. guys aren't coming back or whatever, you know, it's whatever. Like, and, now it did, and now they're closed. So it doesn't like, matter. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a, uh, you know, a group that like was going to make us or break I, us. I, I, ha- like, I remember know. now one other time I did something when on we a, were on d- an email. Yeah. Or like, in, okay. In, so you, know. you had this character mm. that did, uh, uh, the speech before the arc light movies. Oh, yes. Okay. So what's yes. the character's La- La- name? Lawrence, Lawrence Saltzman. Saltzman. Yes, so you Lawrence have this Saltzman. this character who um, would come out before the Arclight movies. And if you don't know, Arclight was a movie, yeah. th- uh, movie See, theater in L.A. See, that character won't hold up now. I can't do it anymore. Well, they had this, there was this movie theater in L.A. that was so nice yeah. and very posh. And, like, the sound was always perfect. And, like, no one talked. Right. And, like, it was they, where cinephiles went to go see films. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I always thought, like, 
this whole town is based yeah. on the movie industry. It's like we should have theaters where it is that and yeah. it, you know although i'm totally down for popcorn movies where people are like oh no don't go in right, there like right, i love right. that stuff too but someone would come out and introduce the film yes. and they'd say like you know it's starring this person and it's directed by this, this. is the runtime and sometimes it. they'd have q a like maybe the director right. would be there or somebody would right. come out at the end to, to shake hands or uh, you they'd know, be like we're somebody. gonna make sure the sound is pristine we'll be yeah. sitting in the back make sure the film is good you yeah, know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah and you had this character who um, would do that, but then would also be like, and I have my script yeah, and yeah, I'm trying to make movies to like, and I love movies. And he, in case I, you don't like the movie, you can read my script during the previews. Yeah. He was just trying to get ahead. Doug had this character and he had been doing it for a couple of years. And then he, we, you put it up on funny or die. Right. And then I remember, Funny or Die came out with one of those exclusives. All right, all right. They heard me. They hey. heard me whisper, so they thought they Quiet. should bark. You remember those exclusives? Oh, exclusive Funny or Die. Yes, yeah, I yeah. And there was a, char- a character of like the arc like guy, and he's like literally like, "Here's my movie script. Mm. I love movies, and right. here's the thing." And he was like, and I was like, "This is Doug's sketch." I don't even remember if I saw that. And I was so upset. Paul Rust was the character. Oh, yeah. Well, he is, he and, looks like Lawrence Salzman and I, I, in real life. <laughs> oh, Lawrence Salzman, yeah. your friend that you base his character off of. No, I mean, I don't even think I based it off anyone. I think I just like, I just made him like a nerdy looking guy. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. So, it, yeah, and he, they, he did this sketch. Now, this was like, right. what, 12 years ago, 14 years Probably ago, longer, maybe. yeah. So he so he did Paul Russell movie. And that, that. I so I was upset for you. Right. And I went to the contact us page of Funny or Die. I remember this now. And yeah. I wrote an email to, to uh what's Will Farrell, Chris Henchy. Chris Henchy. And yeah. uh yeah. and uh, uh, uh Oscar winner uh, now. Uh, uh, yeah. Um <laughs> I don't even remember his name. Uh, yeah, the Will Farrell's director ex producing partner, uh McKay. Adam McKay. McKay. Adam McKay. McKay. Yeah, yeah. So they were the three yeah. contacts, right? And I just like went to contact us and select, 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 select. And I was like Were there emails listed? Yes. Oh, and were. I sent oh. this email and I linked your um thing mm-hmm. and I said, This is Doug's character it's been on your site for a year and a half you can note the date and i was like and here's what you put up today right like as some exclusive thing like this is messed up guys they would literally just go take like the people who were like kind of excelling at ucb and be like what do you want to do and they'd throw it out you know they did well i know know. we made wrong choices at some point but we did so i send this email i might have had a few drinks before i did it okay so and he wrote back i wrote yeah in the morning i wake up and chris henchy wrote me back and he was like katie rose I'm so sorry this happened, but I I can guarantee you we've never seen Doug's sketch. Yeah, and he's like, it's just you know, it's the zeitgeist. Right, exactly. And and I was like, he was absolutely right. Like it was. Yeah. I think in the moment I was just like, I mean, it was a com- it was a common you know look. I mean, everyone everyone's been to the arc light. Everyone was doing characters. Yeah. I happened to do mine at the ground like Yeah. He did his at UCB probably. Yeah. UCB was kind of in with Funny or Die. And then that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. So it was and like, so I was all like. Chris Henchy is now married to Brooke Shields. It's all good, you know. <laughs> well, I thought. Well, listen. He wrote me back an, an email that to this day, yeah. like, I think about it. Because he said to me in the email, he said, you know, I just today saw somebody bought I've been working on a script for a year right. and change. And today somebody bought the same idea yeah. at pitch. And he's like, it happens. It happens. He's, and he's yeah. like, and the more it happens, the more it means you're kind of in the zeitgeist. You're in the hive mind. And and I know it doesn't feel like a good thing, it but doesn't. it is a good thing. No. And you know what? He's He was right. And I wrote him back immediately. And I was like, I'm mortified that I did this. Also... Fan for life, man. Right. Thank you so much for writing me back. And, and now you should and write and be advice. like, hey, will you read my Queen of Fishtown script? Like, <laughs> well, I, <laughs> you should. I mean, it was that even with.
with with Mayor of Easttown coming yeah. out and me being like, what's this? Right. And then I being know. like, oh, no, this is great. This is the hive mind. Oh, like, yeah. oh, people are feeling Philly right now. Philly's right. having a moment. And now we really are. I, I mean, got, yeah, it's obviously, like, the, I the, the Phillies didn't win the World Series, but we got all the way there. We, the we way did there. pretty amazing. Yeah. And and the union, the soccer team, that mm -hmm. was an incredible game. The Flyers are doing great. And then the, the, fun, the Eagles yeah. just so happen to be completely undefeated at this exactly. moment. Yeah, they're so, doing well, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was cool that he wrote you back. And yes. it was like, you know, funny or die. They were kind of assholes, though, because they just, like, deleted the, like, they, they went out of business, deleted their site. I and know, then, like, all the sketches. everyone. Like, I can't, like, I, I don't know where, like, the National Treasure sketches. I don't have it anymore. Like, that was on there. And, like, oh. I don't even, I don't think I ever put it on my YouTube. Like, <gasps> I don't even know if I have it anymore. Oh, no. So, like, there's stuff on there that I don't know if we'll you ever see You should write again. them Maybe yeah. maybe oh, I'll Chris, look up his uh, old I'll look up his old email else, yeah. and see. Write and be like, hey. But wasn't it kind of fucked? Because like I remember like putting stuff they on there. They should have said, hey, funnier die is gonna be going taken down. If you want, go get your video. I'm just annoyed that like there were certain things I put on there exclusively instead of putting it on my YouTube, where like YouTube is always gonna be around. Like I can right. go download any video I put up there and I can have a copy. Like right. funnier die, I thought the same thing, but now obviously some of that it's shit gone. is lost, I think. You I know? think. Uh, you know what? It might be best as not national treasure exactly but yeah, some of it some is, of is better left as a memory right. i agree i agree <laughs> sometimes it's nice but it's kind of like yeah what did i put on there i don't even remember <laughs> like but that like, was another <laughs> asshole story but it worked yeah. out it, 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 it and that it, yeah. the fact that he wrote me back i'm like i did not deserve an email back no no but, but I, was, and i was really really kind of him it and, was interesting though because like all those guys were like at mosaic and i was like working there or i just left or whatever it mm -hmm. was so it was like I was there for like the birth of Funny or Die. I think Mosaic owns UCB now. They, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Miller uh, yeah. acquired it with someone else. And, um, and the guy who used to run The Onion is like... Uh, yeah, Jimmy like, acquired it. I forget who else he acquired it with. But yeah, he uh, he owns part of it or Mosaic owns part of it. So like they kind of relaunched it. I'm kind of glad. Like I'm... I Yeah, I'm yeah. glad that they're... Yeah. That it's still going to be around. So they're doing classes again. They're doing shows. Like, yeah. Like, I went were there. To, the other, yeah. The other I went night? and saw uh, Ithamar Has Nothing to Say. Mm -hmm. Ithamar Enriquez is... Um, it's like a silent... Uh, he doesn't speak, but there's right. music in it. Um, it was absolutely incredible. That's awesome. It was yeah. great. Um, it, it was like Rowan Atkinson level, mm -hmm. like, like Bill Irwin clowning, like right. at its finest. I mean, he's a, he's a second city Chicago yeah. guy and, um, that's great. That yeah, I, I never. That. Yeah, it was. Only, it was great. Is, is the, the the main theater is open? Not that that that, that huge one on. Sunset. They sold that. They, still, they sold it. That was too big. I think it. They just got into some financial oh, woes yeah. and yeah. and and then the pandemic and then it right. was just like all right. Yeah, but Franklin Franklin yeah. is still there. That's Frank good. Franklin's that's the all OG. They need. It's it's so cool. That's what they And need, Birds yeah. is still there. Right. And yeah, it was fun. I hadn't been over there in a long time. Yeah, so. I want to go check it out again. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool to get involved. Theater's back, baby. It's back. It's back. That's why you should come see Queen of Fish Town. Come see Queen of Fish Town <laughs> on November 15th. And I'm probably going um, to start doing it in LA. You do, I was going to say, are you going to do it in LA again? Yeah, I'm yeah. talking to Patrick um, over at uh, the Broadwater. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'll do it once a month or maybe twice a month or something like that. Like sure. just as like a running yeah. in the small space. What about, there. Doing, what about doing it in different parts of the city besides Hollywood? Is, it, is that something or do you think it just lives in theater row in uh, Hollywood? No, I mean, I like the Broadwater because yeah. the plunge there, the theater bar there is just so It's probably harder so to great. get people like if you did it like in Santa Monica or something like that. I don't know. I'm just thinking like I'm down you know, to do you it. You know this city. People I'm, don't want to travel like, to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Giving I other people opportunities to see it that live. 30 minutes away, which is really yeah, 45. I feel like it's better to stay consistent yeah, where you are and what time, because if you start going other places, then I don't know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's like, so hard should, to get people to pay They should attention. want to go to Hollywood to see this. You know, it's like have them come to you. Yeah, and the and the, and the plunge is so great. I mean, that's, that's a cool such a great cocktail bar. Yeah. and. Uh, and the theater is clean and the bathrooms right. are clean and, and they treat it, you well. And that's yes. Great. Yeah. I really like the Broadwater. I think that there, that's, that's a, it's a great theater space in LA. So yeah. there you um, go. Plug the Broadwater. I'll plug go, them. Go yes. They're there. great. Yeah, it is a good space. All right. Well, uh, make sure, uh, what have we learned? Katie Rose's Katie <laughs> Rose Enriquez, one woman show queen of fish town, uh, is going to be in New York city, November 15th and 19th at the United solo. Where can they get tickets? What's your website? Uh, queenoffishtown.com. Mm -hmm. And you can also follow me on 
all of the social medias. Yep, I ha have all of them. We have them up there on the but, screen. Uh, Queenofficial.com will have all the info also about the show, about me, about Corey, all of my press appearances. I was on Good Day Philadelphia with Mike Jarek. Oh. I was on Philly Live with Sheila Watko. She's right. she's trending now because she does the uh, traffic report with like um, – like if an album drops, she'll like use all the album names. Like she did it for Beyonce. Oh, really? She did it for Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how she, and she did it for the world series. Like she fits in. It's oh, pretty cool. great. I'll that's have to cool. send you the video. Yeah, but, yeah. um, yeah, I did, uh, uh, so much press all over. And yeah, so all to. that stuff is, and I built an EPK this week, right, EPK. an electronic press that's kit. Right. I didn't even know what that was. Gotta have it. Um, this whole journey has been a learning experience. I'm not exactly sure what the death card how it's coming in, but I guess it's just immense change. It's, it's still going, and uh, you know the opportunities are just going to grow from here. I think you know. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, yeah, if you want a tarot, hit me up. Yeah, hit up, hit up, <laughs> hit up get a tarot <laughs> while you're at it. You know why not? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Katie Rose Enriquez, uh, her show can be seen all these places. Check out the website for uh, the full uh, details on where to get tickets and when it's coming to your city. At some point, if you live uh, not in the one of the cities that's coming up, I'm sure it will be there at some point. <laughs> yeah. You know? Thanks for having me. Of course. Douglas Basiliga. Thank you. Yes. Am I allowed to say your full name? Sure. Or? No one. Yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> people, people. Yeah. Of course. Who cares? <laughs> Prince Douglas. <Dugat> <laughs> Prince Douglas. I know. We got to have the Corey. We have to have Corey Podell on here at some point. Yeah. You, you guys should come back. Get Corey on, get Courtney on, get, them all get on. Kate Frisbee on. I know. I, I taught you. Yeah, I taught Get to, all the bizzos. Get all them on. I should have them all on the same time. Oh my God. You should just have a bizzo reunion. <laughs> a bizzo reunion on the Basshole Show. That would be, yeah, that would be amazing, actually. I'm the gonna, big boss bizzos. I'm going to set it up. We're going to do it. All right, Katie Rose, uh, thanks for being here. Uh, you guys remember to follow the podcast. Make sure if you're listening to the podcast, a review, leave a review, you know, share it with your friends. Uh, on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast fix. Uh, make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram at Basshole Podcast. And remember, guys, don't be a basshole. But if you are, laugh about it. Ciao. You've been listening to I'm a Basshole with Doug Bass. Follow us on Instagram at Basshole Show. Think you deserve to be on the show? Email us at contact at BassholeShow.com and visit our website at www.BassholeShow.com and get the latest information. Subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast fix and don't miss the full videos on YouTube. Remember, don't be a basshole, but if you are, laugh about it. We'll see you next time.